Today's daf is Nazir daf Mem, and we are six lines from the bottom of daf Lametes Amid Beis Tanya Idach. Today's daf is being learned Leilui Nishmas Yosef Meir Ben Rebeliezer and Leilui Nishmas Reb Mordechai Moshe Ben Zelik. So we're in the middle of a sugya that discusses the halachas related to the Tiglachas of the Nazir. And as we mentioned in the introduction to the previous staff, when you talk about the Tiglachas of a Nazar, it's really Tarte B'mashma. On the one hand, a Nazar, during the term of his Nazirus, has an Iser to do a Tiglachas. Bitsacheni, when the Nazar concludes his Nazirus, he has a Mitzvah now to do a Tiglachas. The Torah says it's one pasuk. Kol yemei neder nizrei. During the entire time that the Nazar is observing his yemei nizirus, tar lo yaver al roshay. He's not allowed to put a razor on his head. An meloiz hayomim ashayazel Hashem until the days of his nizirus pass. Kadosh yeh Rashi haseir shaloi. His hair will be kadosh. Gadol peres ar roshay. He has a mitzvah hasei dayraisa to grow his hair. So the pasuk mentions the isit aglachas and stay. It as what we know as a loisa sevase. On the one hand, you have the loisa say of Tarla Yavar al Roshoi, Misacheni, you have the assay of Kodosh Yia Gadol Pera Sa'ar Roshoi. So that if a Nazar would now cut his ear, he would be over the loisa say, he would also be over the assay. When the Torah mentions the mitzvah of Tiglachas, so the Torah simply says, Vigilach Roshoi Beyom Tarasoi. The Torah says that on the day that he is going to become Tar, so he's going to have a, a mitzvah to be Megaleach, his here. That is the Makar, that's the source, that a Nazar has a mitzvah to do a Tiglachas when he concludes his Naziris. In other words, the Nazar, after he observed his Naziris, so there was a day where everything came to an uh, end. What did he do on that day? He would bring three karbonos, he brought a chatas, he brought an oila, and he brought the shalmei Nazar, and then after he brought the three karbonos, he would do the Teglachas. So again, when you talk about the Teglachas of a Nazar, on the one hand, you're talking about the Isa Teglachas, Mitzacheni, you're talking about the Mitzvah Teglachas as well. The other Teglachas that we talked a little bit about in the introduction to the previous stuff is the Teglachas that the Nazar Tomei would do when he was becoming Tahar so that he could resume his Naziris. On the seventh day of his Tomah, he had a Mitzvah to do a on the eighth day, he would bring his karbonos. Big machloik is tanam, as we saw earlier in the Masechta. Bottom line is, the topic of today's daf, again, is going to be the tiglachas of the nazar. Now, the Mishnah, on daf Lamet Hesam Aralev, said, nazar shegilach, a nazar that does a tiglachas, bein bezog, whether he used a scissor, bein betar, if he used a razor, or he plucked the hair out of his head with his hands, kolshu, if he takes out even a kolshu, chayiv, for that he's going to be chayiv, meaning he's going to be over the Iser Tiglachas of the Nazar. Now the Mishnah is a little bit of a Chiddush. The reason it's a Chiddush is because the Torah says clearly Kol Yemei Neder Nizroi Tar Lo Yavar Al Roshai. So if it says Tar, how do you know that if you use the scissor, which is not a Tar, or if you plucked it out with your fingers, which again is not a Tar, that you would be Chayef? So really the Makar is based on a Limud in the Psukim it really is, as we began to see at the end of yesterday's daf, and as we'll see very much in today's daf, 
Meaning, this halacha of the Mishnah, that a person is chayev, whether he used the tar or didn't use the tar, is not something that everybody agrees with. And really, it comes together with two independent prices. So we saw the first price in yesterday's daf, and now we're going to see the second price. So the first price so mentioned a machloik is between Rabbi Yoisha and Rabbi Yonison regarding this very topic. And that is a Nazar who cut his hair. However, he didn't use a tar. Rabbi Yoshia says that that person will not be over the loisase of tar layavra roshay. However, he will be over the assay of kadoshia gadol perasa roshay. Rabbi Yonison argues, and Rabbi Yonison says that just like the loisase of tar layavra roshay is only if he cut his hair with a tar, so to the assay of kadoshia gadol perasa roshay is something that also he would only be over if he uses a tar. In other words, machloikis Rabbi Yoshia and Rabbi Yonison whether there's an iser bechlal for a nazar to cut his hair in a way where he's not using a, a tar. According to Rabbi Yoshia, yes. Not the love of Tarla Yavar al Roshoi, but the assay of Kodashia Gadopera. According to Rabbi Yonison, just like the love of Tarla Yavar al Roshoi, a person is not over if he doesn't use a tar, so too the assay of Kodashia Gadopera, he won't be over either if he doesn't use a tar. But for now, both Shittas and this first Brisa are of the opinion that if a Nazar would be Megaleach, not using a tar, he would not be over the love of Tarla Yavar al The Machloikis Rabbi Yonison Rabbi Yonison is what the over the assay of Kodeshia, we're not over the assay of Kodeshia. But as it relates to the love, that not. What did the Mishnah say? The Mishnah said, Chayev sounds like not only did he do an Isser, but there's some repercussion. Chayev in this case would be, it's a Lois Hasei, Lachura, Malkus, I mean, don't Misa. So you see clearly that not only was the Nazar in the Mishnah over an assay, but he's over something for which there would be an Einish, for which it would pass to say Chayiv, which means he's over the love of Tarleyava, Roshay, the Makar, to that was not in the first Brisa. Obviously, it is half, going to have to be in the second Brisa, and it's with that second Brisa that we begin the Daf. We learned in another Brisa, again discussing the Isit Teglachas of the Nazar, says in the Torah, from the word of the Pasuk, I would think that only if a Nazar uses a tar would he be over this, a talash, if he would cut the hair out with his hands, mirate, or he would use a cream of some sorts to remove the hair, sifseif. So sifseif is very similar to talash. The Rishonim say talash is when you simply pluck it. Sifseif is milosh and meshafsheif, where he rubs his hair, and as a result, the hair falls out. Bottom line is, it's similar to talash in that he removed the hair using his hand. Talach is kosho, even if you removed only a kosho, meaning minayin, how do you know that it would be chayev, talmud loimar, so it says in the Pasik, loy yavor al rosho, it says, tar loy yavor al rosho, and although the Pasik sounds like it's saying that it's with a tar, the loy yavor al rosho, however, the tan of the price, hadarshin loy yavor al rosho, as a maimer al musker, to teach me that regardless of how it is that you removed your hair, you're going to be over this iser of loy yavor al rosho. It says the Gemara, Yachashas, if you know the rabbis called offers, if from loy yavor al rosho, we marbe everything, ma tamad loy mar tar loy yavor al rosho. So then why did the Torah even mention the word tar? So the Gemara says, lafish loy lomanu liteglachas v'achroinosh ye betar. The reason is not to teach me anything regarding the iser 
Tiglachas of the Nazar, but rather it's to teach me about the mitzvahs Tiglachas of the Nazar. So the Nazar, when he completes his Naziris, after he brings his Karbanos, he had to do a Tiglachas. That Tiglachas, the Torah just says Vigilach. It doesn't say how you're supposed to do it. So based on the word of the Pasuk alone, I would not know if it has to be done with a tar or it could be done in some other way. So the Torah wrote Tar Loyavar al not to teach me the Isser, because as it relates to the Isser, Loyavar al So I'm Enoy Inyan. If I don't need it to teach me the Isser, because the Isser is more inclusive than just tar, and it's coming to teach me that word tar, that if a Nazar would do the final teglachas, in a way where he didn't use a tar, he would not be making the mitzvah. The teglachas achroina has to be tafka with a tar. Now the Bryce is a little bit wordy, and the Bryce continues and says that, why do I need a pasuk to tell me that the teglachas achroina has to be done tafka with a tar? Why can't I learn it from somewhere else? So the Bryce says there's only one other suggestion where maybe you would have been able to learn it from, and that is from the Mitzayra. So what's the Mitzayra? The Mitzayra, when he completed his tyra, so one of the things he had to do is he had to cut the hair, not just off his head, but the hair of his entire body. Now the Mitzayra did his teglachas with a tar, which by the way will be very much the topic of the last part of today's daf and the first part of tomorrow's daf. So we're going to go much more into this Indian of the Mitzayr using a tar to do his teglachas. But the point that the Bryce is saying is that the only mucker that I have, even a havamid that maybe you can learn, that the teglachas of the Nazar should be with a tar would be from the Mitzayr. I was like the Bryce the Lamda in Mitzayr, Yefshir, Lamaisi, you can learn it from the Mitzayr. Why? Because you can never learn a Dover cow from a Dover Chomor to create a Chumrah. To learn a Dover Chumrah from a Dover Kal to create a Chumrah is what's known as Kal But to learn a Dover Kal from a Dover Chumrah, that's not something you can learn. And what's the point? The point is that as it relates to the Teglachas, the Metzoyer is considered more Chumrah than the Nazar. Why? Because the Nazar, when he completed his Naziris, he had to remove all the hair on his head. The Metzoyer had a Chumrah, he had to remove all the hair on his body. As a result, in the Teglachas, the Metzoyer is more Chumrah than the Nazar. So you can't tell me that if by the Nazar he needs a Tar, so to, or by the Mitzayr, he needs a Tar, so too by the Nazar, because maybe Davki the Mitzayr, whose Teglachas is more Chomer, he has to remove all the hair on his body. Mecha Tasty, the same is going to be true by the Nazar. So being that ain't done, and call me Chomer, the therefore you can't learn Tar for the Teglachas of Mitzvah, the Teglachas Achreina by. Nazir from Mitzayra. I need another Makar. What's the Makar? Zok the Tanakam of this Braisa. Tar lo yavra al roishoy. Really, it's lo yavra al roishoy. Even on a tar. So why is the Torah telling me tar? And eno yinyin, teneyo in your Rebbe, oi, my Rebbe said in this Braisa, eno yitzarech. No, you don't need in an eno yinyin, teneyo inyin to teach me that the teglachas v'achroin has to be with a tar. And granted, you can't learn it from Mitzayra either. But I know mineyu bay from this Pasuk Without him, ain't no Indian today or Indian. That the Teglachas Achroina has to be Dafka with a Tar. How so? Because I really want just read the Pasek. Tar lo Yavra al Roshi, Admalois, meaning Tar lo Yavra al Roshi until when? Until the, he com- concludes his Naziris. You know what it's Mashma? It sounds like the Torah is saying, Achamalois, that it's only Admalois that Tar lo Yavra al Roshi. However, Achamalois, not if he wants to, he could. But Fakert, it is a mitzvah. And when it comes to the Achamalois, the day of his Tyra, after he brings the Karbonis, lo Yavra al Skip the line. That it davka has to be with a tar, and that's the only way that you are going to be able to do it. So, whereas it's a subtlety, the Tanakam in this price says that 
from Tar Le'avra Roitsha, you learn that Tiklachas Achreina has to be with a Tar. But it's not based on the Pshuta Shal Mikra. It's not based on the Signun of the Pasek. If your mother said you, you would never know this. It's based on him. Eino Yinyin, Le Tiklachas of Isir, Tneyo Yinyin, Le Tiklachas of Mitzvah. Rebbe is saying, Eino Tzarech, not Eino Tzarech, I don't need the word Tar to teach this to me. But I know it from the Pshuta Shal Mikra. In the Pshuta Shal Mikra, Likt Shoin, De Inyin, that the Tiglachas of mitzvah is going to be dafka with a tar. Says the Gemara, if that's the case, meaning, according to Rebbe, when the Torah said, it's not an eno inyin tenei inyin. No, the Torah was talking about the iser. And the Torah was saying, now the, in the Torah's zog of I also know that the Tiglachas of Tyre is supposed to be with a tar. But when the Torah said, this is a little it's a little subtle. What the Torah is saying is that there's a love of If that's the case, says the Gemara, what does the Gemara even mean? So again, this is classic where it's impossible sometimes even read the words without the Rishonim. But the way Torah explains is that the Gemara's kasha is that if we assume that Rebbe's mask him to the Tanakam, that the Isser Tiglachas is lav dafka tar, but it's lo yavra roishoi. Then why the Torah write tar? Meaning, bishlam in the Tanakama, the Torah really didn't have to write tar. The reason the Torah wrote tar was for a different parsha. How does that work? It's above our pay grade, but this is midos shatoy nidrashos This is the way it is. Sometimes you have an inyan. So you're right. There's no good answer to why the Torah wrote the word tar because it's not true. It doesn't have to be a tar. I mean, it's true, but it doesn't have to be a tar. But the Torah wrote it here and really meant it somewhere else. But Rebbe's saying, Eino Tzarech. What does it mean, Eino Tzarech? No, don't make this in an Eino Inyan, Tnei Inyan. The Torah is writing Tar because the Torah is telling me the Isser. And when the Torah tells me the Isser, I also know that the Glachas of Tar. So why would the Torah for the Isser tell me Tar Le'avar Al-Roshay if really all things are Le'avar Al-Roshay? That's the Gemara's Kash. Now, Toysus interjects and Toysus says, I have a very simple answer. Maybe Rabbi holds, like Rabbi Yoshia and Rabbi Yoshia in the previous Braisa, who both held that the Isser, the Loisa say for sure, of Tar Le'avah is only with a Tar. Machlik is whether the Asay is true, even not with a Tar. So why are we assuming that Rabbi holds that the way you read the Pasuk is Lo'yavra Roshay, thus you have a Kasha, why the Torah write Tar? Rabbi's Chilik with the Tanakam of the Braisa, it doesn't hold the Meinu in Yitnei Yunyan. So immediately after me ask why the Torah wrote Tar, maybe Rabbi holds like the previous Braisa, both Tanam of the previous Braisa, Sai Rabbi Yonison and Sai Rabbi Yoshio, who both held that there is no Loisa say of Tar Le'avra Roshay unless you use a Tar, and that's the reason why you had to write the word tar. So the word tar is taka, not extra. So Toysa says that you could have said that. In theory, you could have said that. But in the signon of the Bryce, it's not mashed that way. Because it sounds like Rebbe is only being chalik on one thing that the Tanakhama said. He's just saying, meaning Rebbe heard the Tanakhama, the Bryce, and he said, You're being miyash of the kash of tar, and that's the mocker to Tiglachs of Mitzvah being betar. It sounds like this is the only diktuk he has. If Rebbe holds like Rabbi Yoshin and Rabbi Yonison, he should be shrying, he should be ricing this Bryce and Teshtikah, and he's not doing that. So it says Toysvis, that's why the Gemara holds that Rebbe's mask him to everything that the Tanakhama of the Bryce has said. And if he's telling me that there's no, because so then what's he going to do with Tar? That's the Gemara's Kasha. And the Gemara answers, Lavar Lavin, a The way you read the Pasik of Tar Loyavar Rosh is as follows. So if a person, a Nazar, would go ahead and do it, the Glachas, no matter how he would do it, 
looks it out with his fingers, that lachas he'd be over the lap. But the Torah also wrote ta liyava roshay, so that if you do it with a ta, you're going to get two lava. You'll be over the lava of liyava roshay, and you'll be over the lava of ta liyava roshay. It's one loy, it's one loys, I say. But if you do it literally, in the literal sense, it's a tarlayava roshay. In that case, you're going to be over not one lav, but you're going to be over two lav. So really, to make a sikum between these two braises that we had, which really traces itself back to the Stam Mishnah, and that is, so it says in the Torah regarding a nazar, tarlayava roshay, that's the loisase. The literal meaning of the loisase is a nazar is not allowed to shave his head using a razor. A tar is a razor. And then the Torah says, roshay, which is an ase, there's a mitzvah essa for the nazar to grow his ear, is referring to the hear of the Nazar, and as Kedusha, and as a result, you're supposed to let this hear grow. As it relates to Halacha what would be if a Nazar would cut his hair not using a tar? We have four sheetas. The first sheet is the sheet of Rabbi Yoshia. Rabbi Yoshia said that if a Nazar would cut his hair not with a tar, he would not be over the loisa of tar liyava roshay. However, he would be over an asay of kadoshia galopera sar roshay. There's no malchus for starters. So he would be over the an assay, not the loyce assay. Rabbi Yenison's chaylik. Rabbi Yenison says no isra at all. The assay of Kadoshia Gadol Peri, even though it doesn't mention tar, but it's a pirish on the lav. It's coming to bolster. It's a classic loyce assay v'assay. It's coming to be mechazik the loyce assay. And if the loyce assay is mefurish tar, then the assay is going to be tar as well. Meaning if somebody would cut his hair, not use a guitar, there's no isra at all. The Tanakama of the second b'risa is of the opinion that if a person, a nazar, would cut his hair not use a guitar, he would be over the loisa assay and the assay. Rebbe is even more machmer. Rebbe holds that you'd be over the loisa assay v'assay even if you didn't use a tar. Oh, and by the way, if you use the tar, it's laver all of laven, you would actually be over two laven. Zok the the set, right? Just to... Keep cheshben. We had the Stam Mishnah, and now we had two brises. And now this is Rav Chizda and Amor. So he said the following. He said, Lilkois ba'achas. A nazar is not allowed to cut his hair. There's an iset aglachas. Loisa say, say, different brises. How many hairs does the nazar have to cut in order for him to be over the iser? So Lilkois, to get Malkus for the laugh of Taloyava Aroshe ba'achas. One here, when medaktek kuchut asayra, and one here, you would already be over the lois nase laakev b'shtayim. As it relates to the mitzvahs teglachas that the nazar has to do b'shlomas nazirusay, so he has to cut his hair. How much of his hair does he have to cut? Or the way Rav Chizda said it, how much hair if he didn't cut would be ma'akev in the kiyum mitzvah of the teglachas? There it's stay, Cyrus. There it's two hairs. So if he left over two hairs, then he wasn't making the mitzvah. But if he left over only one here, one here is not ma'akiv, he'd fulfill the mitzvah. And then finally, he said, Listar, as it relates to the halacha of the Mishnah, the halacha of yesterday's daf, which was that the Teglachas is soiser lamid yoim of the Naziris. So how many hairs would he have to cut in order for that halacha of Tiglachas being soiser go into effect. So there the halach is, in a soiser elaborate roshay, he would have to cut the majority of his hair. So these are three separate halachas that relate to Tiglachas of Odnazar, again, very much the topic of the daf. And Rav Chizda said, as it relates to the shir, it's different shiurim. Regarding the iser, it's even one here. Regarding the mitzvah, two hairs on the akiv. As it relates to the din that Tiglachas is soiser, so over there would have to be roiv of his hair. And then Rav Chizda said one last thing. He said, Ubitar, that all the halachas, 
glachas. It sounds like it's going back on everything. This that you find that there's a nisit the glachas, and this that there's a mitzvah the glachas, and this that the glachas is so. So all these halachas are only true if he uses a tar. Only with a tar. Now with a midi achrini v'aktani we learned to the brayis minayin. The rabbi says kolam avirin. How do you know? The rabbi says kolam avirin. Now this brayis minayin. The rabbi says kolam avirin. So we didn't have this brayis yet. I mean, we had a stam mishnah. We had two brayises, but this brayis we didn't have minayin. The rabbi says kolam avirin. And for the rishonim, it's mashma that it's not a, a new brayis that the gemara is referring to. But again, a little lots shenaz and mishonah. There's a lot of poetic license when you learn nazir, and it's just referring to the aforementioned shmuz that you saw already that it doesn't have to be a tar. It's a sheet of the Tanakam and Rebbe in the second b'risa. It's a stamishna l'chura. But the point is, you see for sure that it shouldn't have to be dafka betar. Why would Rav Chizda say dafka betar? You're right. What did he mean to say? He meant to say ke'en tar. Taka doesn't have to be a tar. But at the same time, it has to be ke'en tar. And what does ke'en tar mean? Again, this is something that's going to emerge more in the course of the next daf. But the point is that a tar, a razor is unique in that it's mashchis the hair. It rips out the entire hair as a very, very good kayak. As opposed to a scissor, it's not going to be able to get the whole hair out. It's going to be very, very hard, right? So when we say that there's an iser, even if a nazar uses something else, not a tar, but it's only if he does a kein tar, and that's what Rav Chizda meant. So Rav Chizda said, u betar, he didn't mean betar, he just meant that it has to be kein tar. Either way, zok de gemar, tanyanami haki, a braisa that supports what Rav Chizda said. So, Demis says, it's Kedai to go through this b'risa a little bit carefully. And really, if you look at the Rishonim here, Al-Latar, so different Rishonim seem to say different things, the Mepharish, the Rosh. Tais says, what exactly the Tanya Nami Hachi is? So let's see if we can go through this together in real time. So again, we're going to bring a b'risa that's going to support Rav Chizda said. What did Rav Chizda say? He really said four things, right? He said the Isa Teglachas is one here. The Mitzvah Teglachas, two hairs on Ma'akiv. Teglachas, that Soisalam Yoim is Rav of the hair. And he said it has to be all Ke'enta. So the Gemara says, I'll bring you a price. Nazar Shetalash Mirait Sifsef Kol Shuhu Chayim. You have to add that word Chayim. So if a Nazar is Toilesh, he's Mirait, he's Sifsef Kol Shuhu, the Allah is, he's Chayim. Incidentally, is this a Tanya Nami Hachi already to Rav Chizda? This is the first line of the Brisa. Yeah. Because you see from here, so it sounds like a call shoe. As long as he pulls out one here, that's a call shoe, he would already be chayv. It's only soicer if it's roiv roishoy, which was what Rav Chizda said. The third thing that he said, ubitar. That's also what Rav Chizda said. Now, Rav Chizda said Ubatar, and we were mefarish it that it means Keintar. But if Rav Chizda means Keintar, there's no reason the Brayse shouldn't either mean Keintar. That's the fourth thing that Rav Chizda said. Pshim ben Yehudaim, Rav Shimon, Yehudah said Mishum Rav Shimon, name Rav Shimon, Keshem Sheshtei Sairois Ma'akvois boy. Just like two Sairois are Ma'akiv. Meaning, if you do the Teglachas of Mitzvah and you leave over two Sairois, it's Ma'akiv. That's the second thing that Rav Chizda said, right? Shtei Cyrus on the Akvois. Kach Shtei Cyrus Oitzreis boy. So too Shtei Cyrus are going to be Soitzer, which is not what Rav Chizda said. But the bottom line is, if you go through this Brysa, there's a Shikha Machlik is going on in this Brysa. Really, in the Brysa alone, you see all four things that Rav Chizda said. There's a Remez that the Isat the Glachas is even with one here. There's a Remez to this idea that the... Mitzvah the Glachas, Shtei Cyrus on the Akiv. There's a Remez to this idea... That when it comes to the Tiglachas being soicer, it has to be roiv of the hair. Rather, machloikis tana. Okay, but at least the, the sheet of Rav Chizda is zikha mentioned in this b'risa. And also you see betar, which l'chayra means ke'enta. If you look at the Mefarish, the Mefarish says, what's this tanya nami hachi, right? What are we trying to prove here? So the Mefarish says, tanya nami hachi, ke'da'ama Rav Chizda, u'betar dafka. 
The Tanya Namiyachi is Ubitar, that last thing. And that last thing was Mefurish over here in this Brysis. So the Mefurish zeroed in on one Nakuda. That's what the Tanya Namiyachi is. If you look at Toysvis, Toysvis says, Tanya Namiyachi, Shaloike, Vesoyser Beroif Sairoi. That the Tanya Namiyachi is Shaloike. Now, there's a, a word missing here. So if you look on the side, in the Hagoyes from Betzalame Ranchberg, Shaloike Ba'achas, which was the culture, which was the first thing the Rav Chizah said, and not just that, the Soyse Beroi Vraishai, you see that shit, that's a Machloikis Tanam in the Braisa, but the Emma says if we were through a real time, we thought that there's a Tanya Namiyachi almost to everything that Rav Chizah said. The Mefarish picked what he picked, Toysis picked two other dugmois of what the Tanya Namiyachi might be, Ting Lechachem, the Yech Kamoi, Zoktigimar Vaita. So we're going to go now, me Indian. We're going to continue to discuss the Teglachas of the Nazar. Additionally, we're going to talk about the Teglachas of the Mitzayra. Additionally, the Gemara is going to introduce us now to another parsha of Teglachas, and that was the Teglachas of the Leviim that I mentioned in the Teresh Abiksav in Parshas Baha'u'llah. Let's just set this up. The Teglachas of the Nazar. We know what that is. Specifically now, we're going to be learning more about the Teglachas, the mitzvah. So this is the Teglachas, at the Nazir, by Shlomas and Zerusa, where it says in the Torah, he had to cut off all the hair on his head. The Mitzayra, when he completed his being a Mitzayra, so part of his Tyra was, he would remove all the hair on his body. Not just the hair on his head, but also the hair on his body. What's the Tyra's... And the Teglachas of the Leviim. What is that all about? So it's Pesukim in the Torah, it's... Parashas Baloyscha, that's Bamidbar, Perikhes, Pasake. I think it's good to just go through a few of the Psokim. Sashem tells Moshe, Kachas Alavim, Itaich Bene Israel, I want you to remove the Levim from the Bene Israel, the Tihartoism. And I want you to purify them. The destiny of the Levim was going to be that they would be shamoshim lamakoy, and as a result, they need to first be purified. There's a certain tire that they need to do in order for them to be royal. In fact, Rashi says right here on this passage, Rashi and Chumash, Kochem bidvarim, Ashrechem shetisku liyoy shamoshim lamakoy. So, they have the schus now, but in order to do that, you have a, an obligation that comes with a responsibility, and you have to make yourself pure. Okay, what was the tyrant going to be? Number one, you have to take mechatos, and you have to sprinkle it on them. Rashi says the mechatos was the mechatos of the para adumo. tar al Take a tar, and you remove the hair of kol their entire body, not just the head, kol the chiks. Then you should wash their clothing, and then they're going to be tar. Afterwards, you take two parim, you bring the levim in front of the oil, everybody should come together, and then you should bring the levim in front of all of Kla Yisrael will do smicha on the levim. Hashem. Then Aharon had a mitzvah to do tenufa with the Levim. Me'es b'nei Yisrael, v'ahoyu lavoid es avoidas Hashem, etc., etc., etc. But the bottom line is, and the way this parasha concludes, is v'hivdalta es ha'levim, mitoich b'nei Yisrael, v'ahoyu li, 
we immediately even lost the love. We once spoke out there, how Levim, the Levim are going to end up being mine. But the bottom line is, is included in the Taira of the Levim in making them Roy to be Shamashim Lamakim was they had to go through this Teglachas. So we're about to juxtapose the Teglachas of the Nazar, specifically the Teglachas, the Mitzvah. Number two, the Teglachas of the Mitzvah. And number three, the Teglachas of the Levim. And again, what's the difference? The Teglachas of the Nazar was only is here. The Teglachas of the Mitzvah and the Levim was all of their bodies. Tanan Hasam. We learned in the Mishnah over there. Now, every Tanan Hasam, Vir, means something else. This Tanan Hasam, if it doesn't sound familiar, it's because it's Mesechtes Nugayim, Perik Yodalit, Mishnah Dal. It's Okta Hilga Mishnah. Shloisha Nugalchit. There are three people that have din to do a Teglachas, Viteglachto Mitzvah. And when they do the Teglachas, the Teglachas is a Mitzvah. Nazir, on all three of them, Shagilchu, if they would do the Teglachas, Shaloi Betar, would add a tar, Oisha Shairu, Shtei Cyrus, or if they would leave over Shtei Cyrus, Layasa Veloi Klom, Segunishvert, it is not considered a kosher Teglachas. So again, Shloisha, the Nazim Etzer and the Levim, number one, Negalchen, they have a mitzvah to do a Teglachas. Number two, if they would do the Teglachas, Shaloi Betar, or they were shairu shtei sairois, le'asav le'klum, it's going to be worthless. So the Gemara now is going to do a, an analysis on this Mishnah. Now what's pshita? It's pshita that it's a mitzvah. Read the Pesachim in the Torah. The Torah says the Nazar should do it, the Messiah should do it, and Hashem told Moshe, Kach Salavim, V'tayartayasam. So these are all mitzvahs in the Torah. Why would I need a Mishnah to tell me V'tayglach the mitzvah? So the Gemara says like this, Ma'odotim, I would have thought Mishum Avurei Seyer, who the whole purpose was to remove their hair. V'afilu Sach Nasha. And I would think that even if they used like a cream of some sort that would remove it, that too would be okay. Kamash Malon Deloy. So what's the Kamash Malon? That it has to be done with a tar. That's the Kamash Malon. So really, when the Mishnah says, mitzvah, what we're saying is, there's a mitzvah to do it how? There's a mitzvah to do it with a tar. Before we go right, so you're telling me that when the Mishnah said, mitzvah, mitzvah means to use a tar. Meaning you're telling me that, well, we mean is is that the mitzvah is is with a tar, and if you don't do it with a tar, you're not making the mitzvah. So what's the next line of the Mishnah? For kulon she gilchu shaloi betar, they also like klum. It's repetitive. If you're telling me that the chiddush of tiglacht on mitzvah is the tar, isn't that the sefer? As I pray, Taisus asks it as a, a tema. It's mafurish in the sefer. Doktani sefer. So Taisus says, you have to say, had I only had the sefer, I would have thought, it means shaloi I would have thought that tar means what Rav Chizda meant when he said tar. It means that it has to be done ke'entar. So if you would not do it ke'entar, then it would be a problem. But who said it actually has to be with a tar? That's the ratio. So the ratio is telling me that it has to be done dafka with a tar. What's the sefer then telling me? Sefer's taki telling me that even if you use a tar, if you don't do it ke'entar, it's also not going to be good. Meaning, what if you use a razor and you don't remove the whole hair? It's also going to be a problem. So the ratio is telling me that it has to be a tar, and the sefer is telling me that even if you use a tar, but it has to be ke'entar. Either way, so what's the ratio of the Mishnah? 
We know it's a mitzvah, that's pshita, but there's a mitzvah to actually use a tar. Okay, the Sefer said, I understand the makar that the teglachas, again, we have to hold cup of tyro, that the nazar did, but shlomas nizirus has to be done with a tar, because it says tar leyavra arosha. Okay, so what did it say? Tar Yava Rosha. It's the second brisa. So it's the Tanya Idok. In the Tanya Idok from Tar Yava Rosha, we had a makar that the Teglachas of Tyra had to be done with a Tar. According to the Tanakamim, Eno Union, Tnei Union, and according to Rabbi Eno Tzarech, I know from the Pasuk Alein. But by Nazar Al Koponim, at the end of the day, it's from Tar Yava Rosha that I know that the Teglachas of Mitzvah had to be done Dafko with a Tar. And as it relates to the Vim, it's a Befurish Pasuk. We just read the Pasuk. Veheviru Tar Al Kol Besorim Elamitzayra Betar Vinalon. How do you know by a mitzvah that the teglachas had to be done with a tar? Now, in case it's bothering you, I think it's Kedai to speak this out, that when we learned the b'risa on the bottom of Daflam and Tesla days, and the Gemara was trying to figure out in real time, what's the meklar that the teglachas of Tyra has to be done with a tar? So the Gemara said, maybe learn it from mitzvah, but the Gemara said, lalamdami mitzvah yefshesh, ain't done in kal mechomer lahachmer olav. But it sounded like from the b'risa that really, if you can learn lots from mitzvah, you have yourself a makar. This price is going just the opposite. That I know, Nazar, based on the maskon of that price, huh? that's not true, based on the maskon of that price, huh? I know Levium, that's a positive in the Torah. The question, however, is, what happened to Metzaira? It's a good kasha. It's the Gemara's kasha. The Gemara's going to ask this kasha on Omid Beis. But either way, for now, Zakti Gemara, I know Nazar, that's the maskon of the Brisa of Taliyava Roshni. I know Levim, that's not even negotiable. Vevi Rutar, I'll call Besar. Right, just to be clear, the reason Nazar is negotiable, because even though the Torah mentioned Tara, mentioned it by the Isser, it didn't mention it by the Mitzvah. The only one it's befurished by the Mitzvah is by the Levim. So the Levim is the easiest. But even by Nazar, what about Mitzvah? Says the Gemara, maybe you'll tell me, Taysim Levim, I'll learn Mitzvah. From Levim, how so? Malvim shkain tunin teglachas, vein teglachan elabetar. Just like the Levim needed to do a teglachas, that was part of their tyra. And how did they do the teglachas? They had to do it with a tyra. Afani avi es hametzayra. So to the metzayra shutan teglachas vein teglachas elabetar. So I'll say the same things regarding the metzayra that he too has to use a tyra. But the Gemara says iklam mitfach. There's no way you can learn metzayra from Levim because malu Levim shkain tunin tenufa begufam. One of the chidushim of the parish of Levim, something you rarely find, is tenufa, but not just tenufa on the. Gavras, the Levim themselves needed Tanufa. You don't find this in Mitzayra. So maybe the Levim who needed Tanufa had this Chumra of Tar, as opposed to Mitzayra, not Alatesi Minazar. No, maybe I'll learn Mitzayra from Nazar, which is Mamish, the opposite of the Brisa. I'll learn Mitzayra from Nazar. But that too you can't, because Malinazar, Shekin Karbonoi Ton Lechem. There's a special Chumra in the Nazar that one of the three carbonates he brought by Shlomo Sinzi before he did this Teglachas was the carbon Shlomen which was a Shalmei Nazar and the Shalmei Nazar like the Toida was unique in that it involved breads but the point is so being that you see that it has a Chumah that it has breads maybe that's why it needs a Gulmaser as opposed to the Mitzayra where you don't find this Chumah so I can't learn Mitzayra from the Levim because the Levim had Tanufa as opposed to the Mitzayra okay I'll learn it from Nazar Nazar didn't have any tenufa, you don't pick up the nazar. I mean, you do a lot to the nazar. That's not one of the things. But at the same time, he has lechem, and there was no lechem by the levian. I understand. But the point is, is that either way, you're going to have a chumro. So the gemara says, you're right. I can't learn mitzayra one from one, mano from mano. I can't learn it from the levian. I can't learn it from the nazar. I can learn it from a tzadashav. So the gemara says, which two? I'll Learn from the Levim. Ma'al Levim she'ikain tunin tenufa. Begufa. Nasi yachir. Okay, so I'll 
throw in Nazar. Malin Nazar, Shekin Kabanetan Lechem. Levim Yechichu, Vachazar Adin, Lay Roy, Zeke 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 Roy, Afani obvious I'm mitzayra shuuton tiglachas v'tiglachtei b'tar. So the Gemara says maybe I'll learn it from a tzad hashavah. You're right. It doesn't say anywhere that the tiglachas of the mitzayra had to be done with a tar, but it does say it by the nazar. It says it by the levim. Each one of those two have a chumer that mitzayra doesn't have, but they also don't have the chumer that the other one has. And as a result, from the tzad hashavah between the two, I should be able to learn it. again. You're going to tell me nazar has lachme toida or lachme nazar, but the levim didn't have that. The levim had tenufa. The nazar didn't have that. So based on the midah of tzad hashavah, I should be able to learn. I'm only Ravashi, Baravi, Barnish told Ravashi, Velifra, if not. There's a Pirkan the Tzada Shava, why? Mala Tzada Shava Shavahan, because the Tzada Shava, Shekane, in Carbonoi Bedalus. They don't have any Carbonus that were brought Bedalus, meaning there's a separate carbon that they had to bring, and this is the set carbon. So the Nazar completes his Naziris, he brings a Chatos, he brings an Oil, he brings a Shlomim. This is his carbon. The Levium had to bring the two Parim, they had to bring their Carbonus. Toyma be Metsoira, Shekarbonoi Bedalus, as opposed to the Metsoira, which is one of the Carbonus, depending on a person's financial. Financial status that determined the carbon that he was going to bring, and that's considered a kula, a tremendous kula. The idea of oil of So, being that there's a chumra that the levim and the nazar had in common, in contrast to the mitzvah, so I can't learn one from one. I also can't learn one from the two. So again, we're stuck here a little bit, right? So right now we don't have a makar. We know the makar that the levim stiklachas had to be done with a tar. It's a pasuk in the Torah. We know the nazar. That's the maskana of the tanya idoch. It's learned that from Tali Avarosh. Again, even though Tali Avarosh is talking about the lav, but markedisle, markedisle, I apply it to the asay as well. But the Metzairah, Habech Nisht Kan Mekar. I thought I'd be able to learn it from either Nazar Metzairah. I can't. I thought maybe I'd be able to learn it from the Ma'atzad. I couldn't do that either. Zok to Gemara. Omale Rava Bar Meshar Shil Rava. The Kasha that we spoke out. Balpen Amad Alv. Hai Tana. I don't understand the Tana. On Amir Aleph, when we were trying to figure out in the Tanya Idach, the price that we started today's daf with, the Makar that the Nazar's Tiglachas was done with Atar, the Tiglachas of Mitzvah, so we said, oh, let's learn from the Mitzvah. And we said, you can't learn from the Mitzvah. Why? Because you can't learn the Dover Kal, which is the Nazar, from the Dover Chamer, which is the Mitzvah, Lahachmer Olaf. The Hadar Amar, and now here, in this next Sugya, we say, Nelef Medina, now we're trying to learn Mitzvah from Nazar, and not just that, and we did an Amir Olaf, and we couldn't even learn the Maskana, meaning that the the Gisha of the Sugya. The approach was, learn Mitzrayah from Nazar, and by the way, you couldn't even do that. So, here you're learning, or trying to learn Nazar from Mitzrayah, and now, you try learning Mitzrayah from Nazar. So, how's that possible? Which is the one that came first? Do you know Mitzrayah, and you would maybe try to learn Nazar from Mitzrayah, but you can't? Do I know Nazar? And I would want to try to learn Mitzrayah from Nazar, and you can't. The bottom line is, is in the first Brisa, it sounds like it's a double Pasha that the Mitzrayah is the Glachas had to be done with uh, Tar. It's just the Nazar that I'm not sure about. And Adarabba maybe learn Nazar from Mitzrayah, and now in the second half of the Sugya, the, the Cheshmin is just the opposite. So the Gemara says, this was the question Rava Bar Masharshia asked Rava. Amaleh. So Rava responded to Rava Bar Masharshia, and he told him, it's true. It's a good kasha. It's a very, very, very good kasha. And the answer is, You have to say these two sugyas are not going according to the same mandama. One sugya is the Rabbanon, the other sugya is Rabbi Yezir. Now we're going to start 
this shmuz, but just to be mocked him that really we're not going to come together fully until tomorrow's daf because this is going to go deep into daf memal. But what we're saying now is that whether or not we have a makar, let's just get this clear, by Metsaira and even a better makar by Metsaira than we do by Nazar, so that maybe we can learn Nazar from Metsaira, or whether Fakat, or whether there is no makar from Metsaira, and the best shot we have right now of even finding a makar from Metsaira is learning it from Nazar, it's been Machlikishna. It's really totally in a, in a Machlikishna. So, what is this Machlikishna? We know the names. Ha. Rabbanon ha Rabbaliezer, but what exactly is the makar to this machloikis? Says the Gemara, the Tanan, it's a Mishnah. A Mishnah Mesachtis Makis. Mishnah over there is discussing, me inyan le inyan ba isa inyan, the iser of hashchasa zakin. So we know one of the isurim in the Torah related to taglachas is for a person, not a nazar, not a levi dafka, the shtamatsaira, for a person to use a razor and to cut. His beard. Now, all the dikduke halachis as relates to this are way beyond the scope of this da. But generally speaking, everybody knows that. Everyone knows that if you're going to shave, you have to use a kosher shaver. Because otherwise, if you're going to use a razor, for example, you're overlaven in the Torah. The truth is, this is, sir, that a person is not allowed to cut his beard using a, a razor is mentioned in the Torah twice. It says, Another That's another makar to such an iser. The Gemara is going to bring now a machlikis of lesson the Chachamim as it relates to the Isra Ashkos Zakin, and somehow, that's the avoid of the end of the daf and the beginning of tomorrow's daf, that's going to circle itself back to this Shiloh, whether or not we do or don't have a Makar that the Metzaira, his Tiglachas, had to be done dafka with a tar. Okay, so what's the Mishnah first? What's this machlikis of lesson the Chachamim? The Mishnah says as follows The only time a person is over the Isser of Ashkos Zakin is if he uses a razor. But if he doesn't use a razor, he's not going to. No, it doesn't have to use a tar. Even if you use the malakit or rehitni, it'll be chai. So what are those things? So malakit or rehitni, the literal types of these things are, these were blades that were used to sharpen swords and shields. I mean, this is really, really old school. But the bottom line is, that's what these things were. You could be mashchus yuzakim, in theory, using these things. And according to Rabbi Yezah, the only time you're going to be over is if you're liktoi b'malakit, uh, you're going to be over, even if you didn't use a tar, even if you did it, so what does this have to do with our Shiloh? Again, we're discussing a Mitzayra, and we're discussing his Teglachas of Mitzvah, and we're discussing whether or not we have a Makar, maybe in the Torah somewhere, that his Teglachas had to be done dafka with a tar. Machlik's Rebbelezim the Chachamim regarding the Iser Teglachas, the very unique Iser Teglachas, it's true for every single year, which is the Iser of Bimashchis Yerzokin, again, it's Me'inyan, Le'inyan, Ba'isa'inyan, Machlok is whether it's dafka with a tar, that's the chum shita, or it doesn't matter how you do it, that's Rebbe Le'ezer shita, somehow that's going to trace itself back. So really, this question is the Gemara's next kasha, in Loshan Nosa Meshunah, Mai Tamayu Dirabonon, now Mai Tamayu Dirabonon in every other daf, in every other Masechet and Shaz, means you just mentioned the Rabbonon shita, that the only time you're over the Isser of Ashchos Hazokin is, if you use a tar, what's the Makar? But the way the Rishonim explain it, look at Taisfis, Dibra Maskulon Mai Tamayu Dirabonon, Koloyma Mehecha Nafkalon, the Pshitolhu, the Metzayr Betar, I feel the boy knows her. Kid the Look, where do you see in this Shita Sarabonon that there's a din that the Mitzurah has to use a tar without coming on to Nazar? Forget, we can learn Nazar maybe from the Mitzurah. Where do you see this in the Shita Sarabonon? Meaning that is the Shita Sarabonon. And the question is, where do you see this in the Shita Sarabonon? So, it's based on the following price. It says in the Torah, 
regarding the Mitzayra. So again, we're jumping all over the place. As it relates to the Mitzayra, the, the Mitzayra, the Mitzayra, and his mitzvah steglachas that he had. So the Torah says, I'm reading the Pasuk, Yigalach is kol sa'aroi. He should cut off all his hair. As Roisha, the hair on his head. As Zekanoi, Zambud. As Gabay Seinov. As Kol Sarei Yigaleach. Bechibus has begot of Rochas has besar by Mayavatar. So the Torah mentions Kol Sarei. Then the Torah starts getting involved, mentioning and singling out certain hearers. So Mar says, Kanoi Matamalim. Why the Torah have to mention Zekanoi? Why was this necessary? The fish and Emmer says, and the Torah passed Kanoi Yigaleachu. It says that a yid is not allowed to be mashkes hisok and yochel. I would have thought I feel the mitzvah Even the mitzvah is not allowed to tamal Therefore, the Torah had to say zakanai. Therefore, the Torah had to say zakanai to teach me that even though when the mitzvah is going to cut the hair off his beard, he's going to be mashkes hisok. So you would have thought that maybe it's a problem. Why? Because he's been going for a lav in the Torah. Kamashmal. In fact, this is mentioned in one of, in the sugyas of Asei Daichalosi, which is also coming up in tomorrow's stuff. But the bottom line is, is that that's why the Torah had to single out. The Torah had to tell me very, very clearly that the halacha is that still he's allowed to cut off the hair even of a zakin. From this b'risa you see, from this b'risa you see that the Mitzvah had to do a staglachas with a razor. Why? Because being that the iser of hashchas zakin is dafka with a razor. If the Mitzvah didn't have to use a razor, so what's the, the cash over here? Why would you think he shouldn't cut off the hair on his zakin? Cut off the hair on your zakin and don't use it as a razor. So zok to Gemara, from the fact that the Chachamim hold that the Isra Ashkos zakin is dafka with a razor, in Ilchav Abraiso, that says that I need Zakonah to teach me that the Mitzvah is allowed to cut off the hair on his zakin. What's the reason not? Because he's being over the Isra of Ashkos zakin. So he say Meres, that's a, a Klororaya that what? That the mitzvah of Tiglachas of Mitzvah had to be done dafka with a razor, and that is the shitas hachacham. But the Gemara is going to work through this a little bit better. So the Gemara uminol in the betar. How do you know that the iser Tiglachas of Hashchosa Zokein is taka with a tar? So again, the Chum Shita was, it has to be done with a tar. Once I know that, I know that Tyrus HaMetzoyer also had to be done with a uh, Atar. How do I know that? From the fact that the Torah is Because otherwise I would have thought you'd be going over the Isser. If the Isser is only with Atar, so why would you think you'd be going over the Isser? Just do the Teklachas on Atar. Oh, Vaisa says it has to be done with Atar. Okay, that's very, very clear. Uh, but now the Gemara wants to understand how Gufa. It's all based on a, an idea that the Isser of Ashkos is and is with Atar. How do, you, how do you know that? So the Gemara says... Tanya is based on a price. It says, That's one of the psukim that mentioned I would think that even if he cut it with a scissors, it says, That's the other pasik. What does hashchasa mean? Hashchasa means not with a scissor. It means you have to rip out the hole here. I would think if you use these blades, you would also be chayev because it's considered hashchasa. Yigalecho means a teglachas. You have to use a, a shaver of some sorts. And those are blades that we use to sharpen swords, not to sharpen beards. So it's something that is not included. Like okay, so, so which one is it? Do I need uh, Yigalecho or is it really Tolu in Hashchasa? 
What it means, you need both. What's an example of both? That's how they come up. That's how they formulate their position of tar. So you want to know the makar that the isha shchasa has to be tar. It's based on these two differently mudim. But the bottom line is, what we need is not that. What we need is is that the chachamim have an established shita that the isha shchasa zokin is dafka with a tar. And if the Torah had to tell me skonoi to teach me that the mitzvah is allowed to do his inyan, zayisaymeres vayistoyis. This is a raya. This is a raya that the mitzvah had to do his thing dafka. With the top. But the Gemara says, Me, my. I don't know if it's Muchach. The Gemara is going to have really two Ha'aras on this Hanoch that the Gemara just made. Maybe I'll tell you that the Teglachas of the Mitzvah doesn't have to be done Dafka with a Tar. Maybe it could be done with a Malakit or a Rehitni. What's the Kasha? If that's the case, then why do I need Zakana? I need Zakana to tell me that the Mitzvah can do his Teglachas. I can do it in some other way, and if I would do it in that other way, I wouldn't be over the Isra. So why would the Torah have to tell me Zagonah? Maybe the reason the Torah told me what it told me was to teach me meaning not that it has to be done with a tar, but the Torah wrote Zagonah to teach me that you could use a tar. Meaning I would have thought you can't use a tar, Kamash wants Zagonah that you can't use a tar. But the point is not that you have to use a tar. The Moses assuming, yeah, if the Torah is telling me you could use a tar, Faith says you have to use a tar. Maybe I don't have to use a tar. And the Torah is telling me, it's going to tell me that I can, not can't, I can use a tar. Maybe that's what the Torah is trying to tell me. So what's the raya? Meaning we don't have any shitas hachachamim that hold that the teglachas of the Mitzvah had to be done with a tar. It's all a shtigl Torah. Why would the Torah need to tell me it's going just do it in some other way? No, the Torah wants to tell me you could use a tar. Maybe that's what the Torah is trying to say. Snok the Gemara, no. Amri, Yisrael, G'day, D'chiyav, and Amilak, B'ritni, Shap, and Dami. It can't be. Because if you're going to tell me that really you could use a Malak, and Amilak, and then Then really, the Torah should have been quiet, and the Torah should not have said Zakana. I would have known by myself that you can use Atar. Why? Because I would have made a Cheshbin, the Isure Ka'ovid, Afilo Madach who did an Isser. What's the Issa that the Nazar did? Shetzir Atzmeh Minayin. This is one of the places in Masechta's Nazar where we just throw in Rabbi Lazar Kappa Berebi as if this is the way it is. But I'll go upon him. Madach the Nazar, who did an, an Issa. Afilu Hachi Mechaev. What's the Halacha? He has a Chiev to do a Teglachas on his here. And when he does the Teglachas on his here, he is going to do a Teglachas, even though it's coming at the expense of being a Vernissa. What's the Issa? So, hach over here, the mitzvah, where it's a mitzvah like Chol Shekin, then certainly the halacha should be that it should be okay. So, the Gemara is tining that why would I need Zakonoi to tell me that it's okay? L'chayra, it's poshit that it should be okay. Okay, then what then is Zakonoi teaching me? So, maybe what Zakonoi is teaching me is is that you have to do it in the oifen, where you're being mashchis, your zakein, meaning it's coming to teach me how gufa, that you have to do it, dafka with a tar. The Gemara is timing now that I don't think I should need zakonoi to simply teach me that if you want to use a, a tar, you should be able to use a tar. Why would you think not? 
Because Mechtesi, you could be over the Iser. But I would tell you, I'll learn from the Nazar that you could do that. Because the Nazar, when he does his Teglachas, is also over an Iser. What's the Iser? And Afalp came, we allow him to do his Teglachas. So I don't see any reason why the Nazar, as it relates to his Iser of Upaskanam Galechu, we should allow him to use a, a Tar and allow him to be over his Iser as well. Even though there's a Svara why you would say not. The sugi of Asid Galoisa say again, this sugi is gonna become more clear when we finish the sugi, which is gonna be in tomorrow's not, but just starting it now. But again, you have to do what you have to do. But the bottom line is is that the point is is that we can learn that the Mitsur is allowed to do what he needs to do from the fact that the Naz is allowed to do what he needs to do. Elamai, why then would the Torah say Zakan? And not to teach me he could, that I would learn from Nazar, but rather to teach me that he has to. So at the end of the day, Zakanai will be Makar. Now it's a little bit of a different Nusach, but at the end of the day, Zakanai, and the fact that the Torah wrote Zakanai, it's probably to teach me that it has to be done with a tar, and it has to be done in that oifin when, when you're being over the Issa. But the bottom line is from that price, you still see that Zakanai of the Mitzayra means it has to be done with a tar. So again, what was the Kasha? The Kasha was that just because the Torah said Zakanai, that's right, that you have to use a tar. Maybe the Torah wrote Zakanai to teach me that you can use a tar. You can use a tar that's poshit. That's what the Gemara is saying. And because it's so poshit, you can use a tar, must be Skanai's teaching me that you have to use a tar. But the Gemara says, Vesu, now the Gemara goes just the opposite. I can be doichi your cash in a different way. This is a much more poshit that if you're going to tell me that if you want to use a malachim written, you could middle like tar for the fact that it doesn't say tar. If that's the case, you have a problem. Why? Because of what something Rish Lakish said. The Amar Rish Lakish said, Anytime you have an Asay and a Lois Asay, so you're in a situation of Asay, if you can be Makayim both, then it's good. And if not, then the Asay is going to be Doicha the Lois Asay. And being that you're telling me that really the Mitzvah could cut off his hair, even not using a tar, then there's no way the tar would tell me zakonoi that if you want to use a tar, you could use a tar because that would be connected the principle of reish lakish, which is that although I say it's like I say, but it's only if it's ef shalakayim shneim. But if it's ef shalakayim shneim, not. And obviously, you can use a malakid and a rehitni. It comes out that it's ef shalakayim shneim, and if it's ef it comes out it's ef shalakayim shneim, and if it's ef shalakayim shneim, then there's no way zakonoi would tell me that it's mutter. What must zakonoi be then coming to tell me that being that you have no choice, you have no eitzes because it's taka not ef shalakayim shneim. Therefore, you're allowed to use a razor. This is the Makar that by Mitzvah, you're allowed to use a razor. So, again, let's just recap this and then we'll, it's a shame, we'll hazard it over in the introduction to the next stuff. Because, again, we're stopping in the middle of a very hard dot, or at least the, the, the latter part of it. And that is that we had a stira, a stira between two parts of the same daf. On the one hand, we had a brysa where it's Mufurish in the brysa that the brysa said that there's a Makar, there's a Makar somewhere. That the Mitzrayer, when he did his Teglachas on, on all the hair in his body, so the Halacha is that he would have to use a tar. That the Bryce in real time, when it's trying to find the Makar, how do you know that the Nazar uses a tar when he does his Teglachas? said, maybe those are from the Mitzrayer. If the Mitzrayer used the Atar, then it's Mestaber and it's Yutachin that the Nazar would use a, a, a tar as well. So, the Mitzvah for sure used the tar. Then we had a whole other sugi, Agansa Bryce, and a whole discussion where it's Mavur, just the opposite. That the Nazar, the fact that he needs to use a tar, we have a Makar. The Levian had to use a tar, and Parshas Baloyz, that is a Makar. Oh, but the Mitzvah, that I don't know. And in fact, the Gemara said, maybe learn Mitzvah from Nazar. It's a Tachlis. Do I have a Makar that the Mitzvah had to use a tar, or do I not have a Makar that the Mitzvah had to use a tar? The Gemara said, there's a steer in Mashmois, it's because the two sugis are going according to two different Tanah. Hamani Rabbanon, Hamani Rabbaliyazah. According to the Rabbanon, there's a Makar that the Mitzvah had to use a tar. According to Rabbaliyazah, there's no Makar that the Mitzvah had to use a tar. Who's this Rabbaliyazah and Rabbanon? They never said one word about the Mitzvah. What they were talking about was the Isser of 
Hashchosas Zokin. And there was a Machoikis, the Rabbonah and Rabbi Yezer, whether this Hashchosas Zokin is Dafka with a tar, or it's Bechol Mili. Zokta Yemar. The Rabbonah holds Betar. Rabbi Yezer holds Bechol Mili. From the Rabbonah's Shita of Betar, I know that the Mitzvah had to use a tar. And from Rabbi Yezer's Shita of Bechol Mili, as we'll see in tomorrow's stuff, I know that you don't have to use a tar. First, the Rabbonah, tomorrow Rabbi Yezer, with the Rabbonah. The Gemara means, right, the Gemara says, which Toysfus said doesn't mean it means, what do you see in the Shittas Rabbanon? What you need to know is one other price. So it says in the Torah that the Messiah has to cut off all the hair on his body and it singles out a few types of hairs. One of them is the boot. And the question is, why? Why would the Torah single it out? Says the Brisa, because had it not said Skonai, I would have thought you were running into Issei Toycheloisa, say Prams. Because when the Messiah is going to cut off his beard, he's going to be over, he's going to be over Lavin. And if he's going to be over Lavin, you're going to have a problem. Now, you're going to be over Lavin. Why are you going to be over Lavin? What Shaykhis? The Isra Ashkos Hazakin is Dafka with a tar. The Mitzayra will cut it without a tar. Oh, must be that the Mitzayra also has to use a tar. So, really, from the words of Kanoi, from the fact that the Torah words wrote the words of Kanoi, it's from there in and of itself that I know what I need to know. Let's just speak at the end of the Daf a little bit, because inside it's a little Magungam. I'm say, how do I know that? Maybe Loilam, I'll tell you that the Mitzayra doesn't have to use a tar. The reason the Torah wrote the words of Kana is to teach me that if he wants to use a Mitzar, he could, no, Mitzar, if he wants to use a Tar, the Mitzar, the Mitzar, yeah, so he could use a, a Tar, but not to teach me that he has to necessarily, but if he wants to, he could. And the Gemara said, I hear, two different drachim. There's two ways you can attack. This is not a good question. And, and there's, two re- there's two reasons not a good question. Number one, I can always tell you that maybe the Torah would not have had to have written Zakani in the first place to tell me that if a Mitzayra wants to be over this Ashkhas Zakani, he can. Because it's Pasha. Why would it be Pasha? I would learn from a Nazar. Whoa. Nacham Nazar? Yeah, from a whole different Nakud than the Nazar. Because the Nazar, when he cuts the hair on his head, he cuts off his pears. And that's a lot in the Torah. It's like, if you pass Rosh. And Alpha Pekin, the Torah said, you could do it. That's Mafurish. So if you see the Nazar could do it, then the Mitzayra could also do it. And by the way, it was a Kavachemer. Madach the Nazar did an Avera. Kavachemer, the Mitzayra didn't do an Avera, which is interesting. Because the Nazar is also a Kaddish and the Mitzayra spoke Lashonar. But the bottom line is, this is what the, the Gemara says. So the Gemara says, so if that's the case, what the Brisa, or what the Gemara really means is that the reason was to teach me not that you could but you have to do it in a way where you're going to be over the Isra Ashkhas Azakin. And the only way you're over the Isra Ashkhas Azakin is with a tar. Must be the Torah is telling me in a real roundabout way that the uh, Tiglachas of the Matar has to be done with a tar. That's one Eitzah. Another Eitzah, which is a more simple Eitzah, is that Loilam, I'll tell you, Zakani is coming to teach me that it's Mutter. I would have thought it's Aser. Why? Based on the Sugis of Asseid which is coming up in the coming daf. I maybe the Torah just means to say if you want to use a tar, you want to be over the lois, I say you could, but really you don't have to. The Torah says Rishlokish. Rishlokish is the first halacha you learn when you learn the sugi of Asaydah Chalais, I say, and that is the only time that Asaydah Chalais is Afshalakayim Shneim. So Avifel, it's Afshalakayim Shneim. It wouldn't be mutter to go ahead and, and to be Mashkes Azakin. If the Torah is telling me that I could, it must be, there is no other Eitzah, just to be consistent, even though this is an, an exception in the world of Asaydah Chalais, I say, as we'll see tomorrow, but still we want to conform as much as possible to the laws of Asaydah Chalais, I say. Bottom line is, from the fact that the Chachamim Hole, that the Isa Shchos Zokin is Dafka with a tar. It's from there I know that the Isa Teglachas or the Mitzvah Teglachas that the Mitzvah had also had to be with a tar. The first Brisa, just to be Mashal of the beginning of the Daf, end of the Daf, that started trying to find him a car. Why the Torah wrote Tarli Avarosha and what's the point of the word tar? If Lo Avarosha, even without a tar, what's the point of the word tar? So it's to teach me, it's to teach me the fact that the Nazar, it's to teach me that the Nazar's mitzvah staglachas, had to be learned from the Mitzvah, if I say I have an independent Makar by the Mitzvah, it's all the Chachamim Shita, it's the Braisa of Zakana, and again, the Sugya is very much to be continued.